and like the body's incredible. So like that, that's the message that I want to get through to people. Like no matter who you are, no matter what you look like, you got one leg, no legs, your body is still really, really incredible. And it can do really awesome things if you let it. Hey, hey, power babes. I'm your host, Kelly Lewis, and you're listening to Tell Her She Can't, the podcast that introduces you to powerful women who refuse to believe that anything was off limits, especially when told otherwise. Today, I'm excited to introduce to you my next guest, Myrna Valerio. Myrna Valerio is a native of Brooklyn, New York, a former educator, cross-country coach, ultra-marathon runner, speaker, and author of the memoir, A Beautiful Work in Progress. Although she began running in high school, she recommitted to the sport after a health scare in 2008. You might have seen her in REI, or Runner's World, or Calvin Klein, or National Geographic, where she was named Adventurer of the Year in 2018. But long before all of that, she was just a girl who loved the outdoors. I had a really happy childhood. It was really, really awesome. I... um. My mom was a single mom for a while and then she got married uh, to my stepfather. And so that has been like my father figure. And I, I've been thinking about it a lot. Like um, both of them are the, re- are the reason I am able to do what I do these days. But um, my stepfather was in this union. It was called 1099. It's a big, like one of the biggest unions in the country. And they had this relationship with all these camps. And so that's how I got to go to camp. And that outdoor experience changed my life. I spent a lot of time outside uh, with my family, with my, I had very few friends, but we traveled in a big family pack <laughs> all around Brooklyn <laughs> and, uh, you know, learned our social skills and, and our outdoor skills and just kind of, you know, it was just such a fun time. We didn't, we didn't have any worries. We were poor and, you know, sometimes toggled the like working class poverty line, but, but we were very happy kids. And I, I remember that part of my life very fondly. So your career has really then had such a transition going from teaching to what you do now. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. So, you know, as I said, I was a teacher for 18 long years. <laughs> they were, they were mostly great. Um, I still do love teenagers. Um, I think teenagers are wonderful, wonderful human beings. Yes. I kind of miss them, but, but now I am like a full-time professional athlete. So I'm a trail runner. Uh, right now I'm doing a lot of hiking and cycling because I'm, I've been injured in that being injured. I picked up a cycling sponsorship, <laughs> Cool. So, you know, crazy things happen yeah. when you just kind of like say, you know, here I am world, here I am universe. But um, yeah. And so when, while I was still teaching, I had this health scare where I thought I was having a heart attack and I have the 45 minute version of the like hour and a half version, but like <laughs> I won't tell you either, but um, I, I really, I thought I was having a heart attack and it ended up not being that it, I was uh, rushed to the hospital and, and after eight hours of testing, they decided that it was a panic attack. And I was trying to figure out why would I have a panic attack? And it was because I was doing that thing that a lot of women do. Everything was about work and family and not necessarily in that order. Sometimes it was family work, work family, but it was never me. I was never in that mix. What that 
scare did for me was to kind of refocus myself and to refocus me on me because uh, the cardiologist that I followed up with said, hey, um, so if you want to live to see your son grow up, you will have to change your lifestyle. And it wasn't really a weight thing. I mean, that was it was uh, it was part of it, but that was really an effect of, you know, just never sleeping <laughs> and working and working and working and being in and out of the hospital with my son and um, missing a lot of work and being stressed about that and having to deal with my husband's schedule. And and so and if you know anything about boarding schools, it, it really is a 24 seven job. You know, you're never really off duty unless it's never. So, so that was that, that was that really like sort of a, a series of cathartic moments for me where I needed to re, I need to redo things and reprioritize my life. And so I did, um, and I started running again and I had always been a runner and an outdoors person and, you know, someone who just loved working out. But, you know, in those three and a half years that I had moved from, Maryland to Jersey, that's when things kind of got awry and my health suffered my, you know, my, not just my physical health, but my mental and emotional health suffered as well. So, you know, I got back on the wagon, um, on like the treadmill, (laughs) literally. To get her health back on track, Myrna returned to what she had always loved, running in the outdoors. And then that just kind of grew. I started out with a mile again, been a runner. So I knew what it, what it felt like to run a mile. Um, and so as soon as I regained comfort with that, I upped my mileage that it became five Ks because I needed goals. It's like, I need a goal. I mean, I, I, I'll keep doing this, but really do need a goal to kind of keep me committed to health and wellness for me, you know, what that, what that meant for me. So the 10 Ks turned into half marathons, you know, teachers are very, very um, persuasive people. So they persuade you to do things that are crazy. <laughs> um, and so one of my, one of my colleagues uh, asked me to run the marathon with her, run a mar- Marine Corps marathon. And I did, and I ran that with her and that training again, another cathartic series of moments uh, or series cathartic of series of cathartic moments. I do speak English. Um, and, um, and so, you know, I did that and like things started changing. Like really it was like this mental change, this, this thing where I discovered pure grit, you know, within me. So while I was training for my first marathon, I'd started my blog, Fat Girl Running. And uh, in that blog, I just want to share stories well, you know, about what it was, what it was like to be a, a fat girl, you know, running these long distances where, you know, lots of people did not look like me, um, mostly in, my, in body size and, and, um, and also running mostly on trails. And so you can see a lot of black people either. <laughs> and, and, you know, lots of people were super positive and friendly, but then of course there are the other people that are like, what are you doing out here? you know, maybe you should walk. You'll lose more weight that way. Brah, I'm like training for three marathons. I'm, I'm good. (laughs) And so like those kinds of comments were very common, um, along with the super positive and encouraging ones or the overly encouraging, oh my God, so good for you. You know, those, those types of things where people really are um, like astonished that you're out there doing a thing that your body is supposed to do anyway, that, that your body is meant to do. And, um, but some, somewhere in their head, they're thinking, oh, only a certain type of body is supposed to be doing this thing. And so, 
so there was a lot a lot of that to deal with and those are the some of the stories that i told but i also told like the awesome stories of like how i did my first marathon and you know what it was like to come back from injury and and you know here are these friends that i dragged into <laughs> running because i lied to them about the distance we were running you know <laughs> i don't do that anymore on our blog, Myrna shared more of her health and wellness journey and all of the ups and downs that came with it. Originally, she wrote this mostly for friends and family, but one night, all of that changed. There was this one post at the end of 2014, I think it was, and where I just kind of, I was mad, it was a rant. I was mad, my back had been hurting, right? And then a couple of things, and things happened in like threes and fours, right? Like my back was hurting, I'd had a bad week at school. A friend had said something to me like, I needed better clothes. I need to dress better. Um, oh, and I had the, and I just had this like negative circuit of thoughts going in my head. I'm just thinking of all the negative things that people had told me. You know, one lady had told me while I was going on a cruise, a running cruise, oh, you know, well, how much weight have you lost or something like that? I'm like, what? Whoa, I, I don't, hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That sort of thing. And, and, you know, and I was in that post, I also talked about how I had a new doctor and I wanted to make sure that that they didn't ask the question, well, do you work out and maybe you should go on a diet or tell me that maybe I should go on a diet. And so like I immediately wrote on the intake form, I was like, look, I'm an athlete. I run five to six times a, a week. I work out. I strength train. I do this. I'm on a long-term health and wellness kick. Please don't tell me, please don't ask me if I exercise and please do not tell me to go on a diet because I will not. And so, and that was, a, that was a tone of that little paragraph. And that post, I had never seen that many people sharing and, and commenting on it and, and stuff. And then I think that was what raised the, the SEO, <laughs> the blog, you know, for lack of a better term. And, and that was never, it was never my intention. And then Wall Street Journal uh, contacts me a couple of weeks later and they're like, hey, can we interview you? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> or what? <laughs> like, we love your blog. And we want to, we, you know, we want to do a piece on, uh, and I'm still friends with this reporter. We want to do a piece on, you know, the benefits of working out, even if you're not losing a ton of weight. I was like, all right, that's my jam. I mean, I had lost 70 pounds, but like I had plateaued, but, and I was still running and uh -huh. still working out because, you know, because it feels good and it's good for you. And so we did that. And then the article came out a week later and then that kind of just got, that got the ball rolling and that went to runner's world. Runner's world did a 12 page profile on me. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm just trying to run. <laughs> From this point on opportunities began to come out of the woodworks. Myrna's career as an athlete was beginning to take off and it was a pivotal moment when she'd have to decide whether to go all in on this new adventure or keep her job as an educator. My school was so wonderful. They were like, this is incredible. We love watching this. I mean, I had also brought an NBC and CNN and all these like TV people to them. So they were like, you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Just tell us when you need to go. And, and, you know, they kept my son when I was away and they were like, you know, do it. The, it's, it's awesome for the, for the students to watch this happening in real time. This, the students started calling me Hollywood. It was really funny. They were like, Hollywood. 
Naya TV. <laughs> and, um, and so it was really cute, but I didn't want to abuse that. So that's when I left in 2018 to, to do this full time. And my book, um, which had been published in 2017, like that was another like reason why I was like, oh, this is just going to keep happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I thought it would slow down, it would ramp back up. And so, so that's what I get to do now. I, um, you know, it's been really incredible. I've, you know, I've gotten to do a lot of traveling um, while juggling a bunch of sponsorships and writing and, and stuff. So it's like, it's been really, it's been a really phenomenal ride. I, I, that was a very long answer to you. <laughs> I mean, it's an amazing career that you've built. And so I just want to talk about the outdoor slash fitness industry, right? Because it's like, when you think of the outdoors, I picture a white guy, <laughs> like right. a white guy running super fit. And so I feel like there's this perception that people have of what the outdoors and fitness industry should look like. Mm -hmm. You know, can you speak to that? And do you feel like I don't know. How do you feel about well, that? Yeah, well, does it, uh, the fitness industry and the out, outdoor industry, um, I don't fit into whatever perceived uh, image uh, or perception that people have when, you know, when they think of, you know, who belongs in the outdoors or who's an athlete in the outdoors or who is a hiker, who's a trail runner, who's a swimmer, who's a surfer, right? You don't, you don't see me. You don't think of me <laughs> immediately. You know, unless I was the first person you saw as one of those athletes and you hadn't already been barraged with, you know, the societal norm of, you know, thin, chiseled, slightly tanned, but white, um, mostly male, sometimes female body. Like um, you, you didn't think of me. Um, and so, but I think that paradigm is changing somewhat um, slowly because all change is slow. Um, at, but, you know, it's still like, oh, oh. I wow. think you're helping to change it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know, I definitely have had many, many opportunities to like be that person. <laughs> to almost tokenize a little bit, but it's okay. I'm making money. So it's yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And, um, but, you know, but I also think that, I mean, it's a step. We have to do something right mm -hmm. to change, uh, not, not to change, you know, actually it's not about changing what it looks like. It's about expanding the idea of what, what, being outdoors or being a runner or being someone who is in fitness looks like. And, and actually I'm, I, I take issue with what you said about, <laughs> about, um, you know, like they're super chiseled and they're fit. I am very fit. I am not chiseled. So we have to get this idea out of our heads that fit looks one way. Right. Okay. I mean, if I can run 62 miles in the fucking desert, <laughs> Uh, half in the middle of the night, <laughs> I'm pretty fit. Like if I can swim a mile and, uh, you know, or run whatever, or hike up a mountain and down or hike up two mountains or three <laughs> in a day, you know, I think, I think that's very fit. And so like, that's another, you know, it's, it's, I think our language needs to 
uh, to change and expand uh, around fitness, around um, health. You know, there's a whole health at every size movement um, that, you know, I'm delving a little bit more into in, into researching that. Um, and because uh, it sounds kind of kooky to a lot of people because we've been we've been socialized to believe that health looks like one thing. So true. Yeah. And so. Uh, so yeah, there's the, the, so many, so many awesome things happening and uh, in the fitness industry, it's still very, you know, what it is, but there are little changes happening and it's, and it's really, really great to see those things. And like the body's incredible. So like that, that's the message that I want to get through to people. Like no matter who you are, no matter what you look like, you got one leg, no legs, your body is still really, really incredible. And it can do really awesome things if you let it. If you allow yourself to do those awesome things and then believe in its awesomeness. Other people might not, but that's their own darkness. That's their own limited view of, of life. We don't need those people now. I mean, sometimes they are in our lives, right? Yeah. But we need that energy. We don't just do you. I love the way Myrna is challenging body and fitness stereotypes. Her inspiring career reminds me that anything is possible when you have the courage to listen to yourself and follow signs that are given to you from the universe. I can't wait to see what she does next. That's all for this week, Power Babes. Sending you big love and endless possibilities. You've got this. Need more inspiration in your life? Visit tellhushecant.com to pick up our brand new book out June 29th.